Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin A.K. Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Episode 118, January 7th, 2022. First episode. Feels like the second time we've said this, but first episode of 2022. Love it when you say that stuff because people didn't know. People will never know no, they this had is no their second idea. attempt at no, starting like, our episode. Oh. Did they I kind of forgot something? to start recording our first go around, so luckily we you, were you, only At least about... you realize much earlier than I've done it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, how late was it with our Shaq episode? Uh, with Shaq like 15 minutes in. 15, oh, and it was such in. good content. And then we did it again, and I was, and the whole time I'm like, it's good convo, but the first one was so much better. But yeah, <laughs> no. So anyway, we feel like we should say Happy New Year. Yep. But Happy Real I New mean, Year. This, yeah, what does this come out on like the ninth or something i think yeah uh, i don't know we, we released one on the 12th the second but we recorded that pre new year's so yeah happy new year's to everybody and uh hopefully hopefully your holidays were i don't know restful somewhat and How hopefully you're excited How, to get back to work did you do anything for your new year's no 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 sweet that was it no i just i don't even remember Watched you WhatsApp for a little bit, but uh, outside of that, eh, it was a tiny bit, not much. And then, I um, drunk. but I think I was on the Xbox for that evening. I think. Yeah, I went for a walk in the middle of the night and walked by Chris's place, and he wouldn't he wouldn't come downstairs because you guys were racing. Oh right, we were racing. His daughter came to the door, and she's like, "Yeah, he uh, he's he, I think he's racing, but he won't come down." <laughs> I was like, "What?" So I just yelled at his house and then I went for a walk a little bit later again and he came out. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. That was cool. That was my yeah. It's years. nice to bring in the new year. 2022 is going to be a great year. Just as good as the last couple, I hope. Maybe, maybe even better. Maybe even better. As good as the last two. Jesus, that's a low bar. Yeah. That's well, a really low bar. Have you ever seen those movies that you had high expectations for and they didn't even come close? This has to be a better year. Ever seen and a movie so that you help had me God. <laughs> Low expectations. If they keep students home the first week into January, I'm going to lose my shit. That's it. Yeah. Those kids better be going to school. Yeah. But how are you? You have a good week? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I, I experienced my first ever, like, I don't know what it was, but I just, my, I had a head issue. Something happened to me this week and I kind of just lost it. I, I've never felt where I was like, uh, I don't know, just gross. I felt gross in my own head. I was pissed off and I couldn't figure out what was going on and I, I had just gotten things really busy with work and I haven't even fully gotten out of that weird funk but it's my own fault I kind of set things got to things too busy when I should have been chilled out during Christmas and the new year so I'm kind of trying to do that now which is not the great <laughs> not the greatest but it's taken me a little bit to get back into it but how was your week actually ah, never mind cool, cool. I'm gonna ask cool. how your weekend is in a second I gotta give a big shout out some patrons. We got Badoo, I Hate Pennies, that name makes me laugh, and 420 was an inside job. Thank you all for joining the Patreon and supporting the podcast. Your faces are awesome. And for everybody else who supports the podcast, we love ya. Love ya. Love ya. I knew it was coming. <laughs> if you're curious what our Patreon is, it gets you access to our After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just talk more stuff and things. There's sometimes POE, sometimes real life, sometimes, I don't know. It could be anything. You just never know what you're going to get in an After Dark. Last week we had a guest, a special guest. Oh yeah, Thank I haven't you. listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it's featuring it's featuring Violet. 
But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. You are all awesome. Yeah. And it is appreciated. Now, Ty, how was your week? Well, actually, now it's my, now first, before. Um, I, I was given a hard time by our friends in, in Discord because we've shouted out people that have been kind and generous to us. And <clears throat> Excuse me. I did that right in the mic. <clears throat> Hopefully I remember. <laughs> So anyway, but then last week, uh, I, I was hesitant to say who bought the big support back to tell us how cool it was and show us around. And then I was given a hard time because you shouted out people for less and then we didn't shout out for the more. And it was a fun little back and forth. But Theta, thanks for sharing and buying for science. It was funny because awesome. I, I remember that episode when we were talking and then when it brought, got brought up in discord, I was like, I remember saying like, Oh, I know who it was and I'm about to say it. And then you had said, but I don't want to call them out. And I was like, Oh, uh, okay. Thankfully I'd stopped myself beforehand, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. it's funny. Now for us, this week was all about, um, like mitigating, uh, more possible flood. Like when we, Jesus, it, Hey, seriously, man, it, it's going to last ridiculous. until summertime probably because we our, our basement flooded, but yep. it must've messed up something with our perimeter drain. But that was right. already crap. I mean, that's why we flooded. But now we have something must have happened or moved around with all that rain because now just very minor or normal rainfall will flood that system and then it comes back into the house again. So we have we have pumps and, you know, the tubes pointing out to the street. Like we're dealing with it until our perimeter drain gets fixed again. But um, it's been snow then thawing then snow and then thawing and then snow and, freezing and so, rain right and... in our sump where i have my water pump uh, it's the pump is so good like i and i've tried to like okay if this breaks where can i get another one like i, I really want to be on the ball with it i can't find it anywhere wherever our family plumber got it i don't know maybe he went to one of his like resource centers as opposed to like a normal store because I can't find them anywhere at places like home depot or rona oh, or, yeah they're not like a like, consumer no. style well it it's he said it was i was talking to some friends who had to do the same thing you did and they were putting in like the home depot 200 150 yeah. pumps uh, the buddy of mine who's a plumber he drives around with four of the ones you have in his truck for when something yeah, happens they're like 400 and something bucks and i'm ready yeah. like because it's like so devastating when it fails until the drain's done it's it's scary and i don't want it to stop like i want this to get done and dealt with and so anyway it's such a pain because I don't know if that pump can freeze or not and then still mm. function afterwards or, you know, or how, how it works. So we've Did been taking it out. Uh, it, it wasn't a straight answer. He says okay. it's probably not a good idea, but doesn't know for sure. And then the directions don't say that it will or won't function below a certain temperature. It's only when it stops functioning at a high temperature. Obviously, you can't pump frozen water, but I want to know if I can leave it there for peace of mind and then it's just ready to go when things thaw. But because we don't know, we've been taking it out. When it freezes and then putting it, yeah, but there's a grate there. That, oh man, it's and it is. It's a lot of work. It's like the entire mm -hmm. day of like every half hour going out to check to make sure the garage isn't flooding because that's our first point of flooding. And it's been so, frozen like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Lately. We even had a water main bust in our cul-de-sac, and the whole cul-de-sac was like five inches of ice, and they had to fix it. And so anyway, yeah. So it's it's been a lot, but now finally it looks like we have instead of like a freezing then thawing, freezing then thawing. Now it's like I, I think. We look like we have a week above freezing temperature. Yeah, the, the, that, by the time we get to the weekend, we've still got more snow coming today yep. and more freezing today, but then how? hopefully after that. So hopefully peace of mind, but it's just the beginning of January. <laughs> we still have <laughs> January and February to go. 
but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But it's been it's it's good. Like we have nothing to complain about. Everything that we need is is ready to go. So it's been good. Uh, my kids started um, a comic book club. Oh, sweet! Between them, yeah. So nice. um, in in the club is um, so this is a, a a club where you like get together and you make your own comics. Right? They've been okay. really into like Calvin and Hobbes and superhero comics and stuff. So they're making their own comics. We have a club, and uh, my son Oliver's the president. Violet is the vice president. My wife is the secretary because she's good at writing things down, and I'm the alternate officer. Ouch! <laughs> so <laughs> what do I'm, you do? I'm the officer when yeah. the other officer isn't around. And there is no other officer. <laughs> so, that's right. There's no other officer. So I'm the I'm the alternate officer. And I'm in charge when the president, the vice president, and the secretary and the officer who doesn't exist are not around. Right. That seems like the safest role for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I sensed my value. I I felt yep, my worth. Totally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So no, it's been a it's been a fun week. It's been good. Life life in the Tyler household here. Yeah, and it's uh, good. Did you tell me about your week? I never listen when you tell me about your week. So did you tell me about your week? Uh, my week was, it was honestly me trying to check out. I really spent a lot of time this week trying to disconnect from work stuff and it hasn't worked well at all, but that was my goal this week. I started playing Borderlands 3 just for fun, just to kind of, I like Borderlands. Those games were always fun. I loved the first one. You just and my the, wife played that one a lot, didn't you? Or did you two play the second one a lot together? Remember I when my concussion I, stopped? You, well, yeah, but I remember I kept falling asleep on the couch at the beginning, right? I and played I the first remember. one a ton. I didn't play much of the second one, and then I didn't do whatever that like prequel one was. I did play. I did play. I did play a lot of the second one, but I don't think I ever played that um, with anyone else. And then the third one, I just love the. I love the idea of like the shooter loot, yep. and then farming stuff at the end. It makes sense for the type of game that I like, but it's also just mindless something for me to just uh somewhat disconnect i've been trying to reorganize my office so i've i don't have a monitor over on the side anymore it's now up above my main monitor i want to free up some more space i've got new peripherals coming today i think so i'm gonna move to some i don't know just trying to trying to like organize things so i don't less work more you break stuff yeah yeah because i'm it was just a weird week, man. I don't even know how to describe it. The 31st completely messed up with my head. So I'm, I've been trying to just disconnect. So we've been hanging out. We played lots of games, tons of Uno because my daughter loves Uno. And uh, tonight, actually, we are watching Sing 2 because I think it comes out. It's available net, uh, today to be able to get. So when we, whenever, I don't know what our schedule is going to be like today, you and I, but at some point this evening, we're going to be watching Sing 2 because I told my kids we would watch it on friday but yeah my week was it, it was fine it was it was good uh, this weather can just piss off yeah i i'm done with weather warnings every time i open up the friggin weather i know uh, website it's like weather alert weather alert weather alert i'm like are is it though like <laughs> but, <laughs> I then, don't know but then it is because then you get like 70 kilometer an hour winds just like poof, last night like we were like what's that sound what's that snow? sound and we open the window it's like all the ice falling ice. and then all of a sudden the winds like and oh man yeah, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah, no, it's been this good. This weather is ridiculous. It's been good, but it'll be done soon, right? It's when, gotta watch, be. I, when COVID's done, the weather stops. I like, the one thing I'm happy about is that I bought the tires that I bought when I bought them, because my car just does not give a crap what the weather's doing. It's like, we'll go. Yeah, we can drive up that. It has no problem. So the only thing is I've become a taxi. 
Like I take my wife to work. I pick her up. If anybody needs to get anywhere, I have to go drive them. So, but I actually do like driving in the snow. It's fun. I just don't like other people in the snow. And also our city has been a little bit behind, uh, average yeah. for clearing roads. Did you go out today? Have you been out today? No. So we, last night we had just ice. Uh, the, the weather was like, ah, we're just going to pour ice all over you. And so we got just ice rain for the whole evening. Uh, and we already had relatively poorly cleared roads. They weren't terrible, but they weren't great. For some reason, we build mounds. We build mountains like in random spots in the road. Today, they were like, well, we'll clear enough room for one and a quarter cars to go through yeah. two lanes. And that's it. And it, it's like there's like a foot and a half of snow covering three quarters of a lane all the way down our main street. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't understand. How was this? How was this the plan? I don't get it. But and you still have some idiots who are like, I can fit, and so they're yeah, like, right, the driving one. around people. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Anyway, I want the uh, snow. I want the sun back. Yeah. Give me back my sun. Well, it's a little sunny today. Almost saw it's some actually blue. been yeah, it's been sunny. It's just like you're driving in the middle of whatever is out there. Sun's so, actually yeah. the worst after ice rain because it's just so shiny. For me, yeah, I it's don't want brutal. any. Oh yeah, you can't see anything. Mm -mm. Like, it's well, just I a hope reflection. there's no car in, yeah. front, in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, you know, it was a fine week, and uh, I was going to throw out because you suggested I say it at the end of the personal stuff, which we've gotten through now, so it's fine. But if you're listening right now and you're still loving our personal talk, which this is our, I mean, really, this is why we're here. You know, POE <laughs> secondary. We'll talk about it, but. Spotify introduced the ability to rate and review a show. So if you listen on Spotify or Apple and you want to drop us a five star, you know, little thing, if you don't like us, just continue. We're getting under the path of exile stuff soon, so don't bother. But if you do listen on one of those two platforms, Spotify brought it in, I think, just like last month. And so you can actually start reviewing now on Spotify. So it's not just Apple users that get that. So we appreciate it. And for all the people who've already left us reviews, you're awesome. Apple. Like I said that. Apple. Apple. All right, let's get into it. This week in PoE, we're like just starting to get out of their holiday mode, so there's not a ton, but there's no, a bit. But it's good because there's actually a lot of stuff that they've uh, hinted at, and we still have lots to talk about. Mm -hmm. Let's see. They what had the got? second. You don't. You don't do the voting, right? But they have the second stage of voting. I opened for it. The MTX. I saw that it's wings, it's, but it's only two things to vote between. I'm like, oh, I, I thought know. that was was that not like um, no, they had always done like a previous five. vote? Yeah. No, I thought they had done a previous vote, and these were the two most popular. That's not what this is. Oh, maybe it's a tie break. I didn't even read it. I just looked. Oh, but I, I yeah. it just says dark and epic wings. Top two design options. One is a three headed creature and other is no, that asymmetrical single sided wing. So well, that's we the, were, I opened your link. I know. Right. So that is the proper link. But what I'm saying, that's the next stage of voting. That's not like a tie break. Oh, that is so, weird to only have two. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's still cool. I enjoy the voting. So I voted head. Right. And three headed uh, creature. Okay, I'll vote. Okay, awesome. I voted Thanks, for the buddy. other one. Thanks. Then PoE also announced their um, 2021, 2021 year in review. I always like that stuff. It's fun to see what's happening. It's actually impressive that they increased in size while during COVID. Yeah. I like, too, that they put the in-house staff members, which kind of made me laugh because they're actually all working from home. So it made sure, me laugh sure. like in-house But I guess that members. would be considering people that would be back in their office they're renoing you know again no but they're in house they're in their house <laughs> i get it i, I get, get it. They, what they were doing wink wink anyway 165 mm -hmm. people working on one game two oh sure sure but well i wonder how many of those people are going to kick around when 
you know, like I, I would assume it's not temporary staff just to get the one part of the game done. No, Some, a lot I of companies, agree. a lot of companies do do that. Like the bigger companies like Ubisoft and EA, they it's all temporary employees with a very small core staff. But I don't think that's 165 yeah. people for like just Path of Exiles. Pretty crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like yeah, they had good stats, sure. a lot of either record breaking or close to. So that's kind of cool. Do you know they said that they posted 40, 4, 442 news articles, an average of eight and a half posts per week. So I did the math because I was curious. You have 13.93 posts per week. They have eight and a half. So you are crushing it <laughs> at posts per week. Take that, GG. I was going to say something else. <laughs> that's, um, but I have my kids in the living <laughs> room with me. He keeps looking at his kids. That's and, fine. And uh, they're, they're actually watching Enki right now on Twitch. My kids absolutely love Enki because he's doing, he's going through Dark Souls 3 trying to do deathless boss runs. And obviously that's like my two favorite games. You go on Enki's thing and coincidentally those are his two favorite games too. And so he's going through and my kids just love it like, They'll, we'll finish watching one of his playthroughs and he'll only have had two deaths or something. And all of a sudden, like my kids are using the same weapons with their play swords that, you know, he's using and like, they're going through the house and they're talking about Enki and every day they're like, dad, dad, did Enki, Enki start yet? So it's pretty awesome that, uh, he's a household name now, which is pretty that's sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So anyway, that's what they're doing right now. So just being, uh, being a little careful, um, but it was kind of neat with that uh, announcement from Path of Exile 2, and then they had their announcement that they're back from the holiday break. They hinted at a lot more PoE 2 stuff coming out. Now, they did this last year, right? Like 2020, most people were expecting COVID to kind of, you know, like especially in our area, once springtime hit and summer, we were expecting that by this fall, COVID was going to be most of a thing of a past, that life would be back to normal. Not COVID being gone, but like life would be able to be back to normal and we wouldn't have to worry. And so I'm sure a lot of other places around the world, New Zealand as well, were thinking similar things. I don't know. So I remember in the 2020 uh, year in review and, you know, the news coming out, they were saying, oh, yeah, we got lots more POE2 stuff coming your way. Don't worry. And there, there really wasn't much. Um, they did post a cool trailer, I guess. And actually, th- th- was it this year they had the gameplay reveal? That must have been at the very beginning of the year because it feels like it was years ago. It was a while ago, it feels yeah. like, yeah. So anyway, uh, but they said at the end of this one that we have a lot more POE2 stuff to show you. And I, I know that we've been joking around that it's not coming out for a decade, but it got me stoked again. To hear GGG say just something POE2, I was like, ah. So I watched the two videos again. It looks amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know. I don't care when it's coming out. It's, it's, it's fantastic. But yeah, I'm on the other side. Neat. I don't want to watch it. No. I don't want to see it. I saw no, the trailer. No, I want to see it when yeah, it's like a me. month away. Like a All month right. away. All right. I don't, I don't, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have words. I can't put, I can't form a sentence, but I just don't want to see something that I can't touch for a long time. Okay. Did you do anything PoE this week? I, yes. Shut I logged up. in no, to get didn't. my free box. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a stupid thing for my hideout. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Yes, I'll never use it, but I got it. I got an achievement that says you beat the game. They gave me like this really special thing that says... You've never beaten the game. I know. <laughs> but 
When what is Shaper, beating the game? I feel like Act 10 is beating the game. It is. Right? Everything or else is, is it, bonus. <laughs> or is it whatever that pretend thing is, the the level 9 Cyrus, is that beating the game? Hey, you know what, though? The game's is Maven so big. now higher than the level 9 Cyrus? I don't even know. Uh, level 9's not a thing, Justin. Who's it's the? I know, that's why I say. Who's the real endgame boss now? I feel like it's still Katava. <laughs> I think it is. Well, I had somebody in one of my guides. Um, they've always tried to do their own thing and push their own, and they were never able to beat Uber, like the final stage of Izaro. And they did with mine. Now, obviously, that, you know, for people that play, that's just what you do to progress your character. But this person hadn't done it before, and they were so excited they had to post about it. I don't know to me, that's them beating the game. You know what I mean? Like just getting past that next stage, but then you start playing more and you realize there's more and then there's more and then there's more. If you're not one of those Zoom Zoom eight hour a day players, you know, there's always something to beat, but there's always there that. is always something yeah, to do. So yep, it's nice. It's true. Well, congratulations on your box. Yes, I did get a box. I it, it literally was a box. That's the design that I got. It's some big rectangle. I was like, what the f no, thank you. Can I trade this back in? <laughs> yeah, anyway, right. that was my POE week. How was your POE week? Well, we, um, I, I have people that follow me on Reddit specifically to downvote me. They don't normally post, but almost you every time I vote, I do, I do, because everywhere I go, my, I post within 10 minutes, I'm automatically a minus one, which means like posts automatically start off as plus one. So that means somebody downvoted me. And then to give you a minus one means you've actually been downvoted twice. And every single post, I could be like, wow, great job. That looks amazing. Down, down. Every time. Really? Every single time. So whether it's weird posts fan. about, no, well, yeah, opposite of fan. <laughs> but they actually put the effort in on a regular basis. And there's, there's That's about, a fan. That's I, a fan I think fan. there's about five of them because the, the numbers do fluctuate immediately to like minus one to minus four. Like it, but it's, it's consistent. And then, you know, things will bump up. But. So whether it's about Forever Exiled, whether it's about me telling someone they did a great job, whether it's one of my own posts, always down, 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 down. And so we were given a hard time this week. I mean, a lot of the times there's silence with Reddit and uh, we were given a hard time about spamming on, on Reddit this week. Yeah, I didn't and, know that until you messaged me about it. I don't check Reddit anymore. I don't check yeah, any no, of the, no I just have no interest in that place. But, but yeah, you mentioned something about uh, people being Both Theta whiny. and Fugalicious who listened to the podcast. Awesome people. Awesome people. They so had fun. long and hilarious posts about the type yeah. of content we put out. <laughs> and, Which was oh amazingly non-POE. I loved it. Oh, it was, it was so, so great. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of it revolved around you and your lawn. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah. It made me laugh. Yeah, I did so enjoy reading that. Thank you both for uh, the, the wonderful humor around the negativity. That was really awesome. Well, I was thinking about it actually when we were, when I was reading some of that stuff and then I was reading their posts and I was kind of laughing to myself because I, I, it's weird to me that people are negative about something that they don't have to listen to or consume if you choose not to. And the whole purpose for the podcast was literally just you and I to continue chatting like we normally do. And we thought it'd be fun to record it and involve other people into that conversation. I can't speak for you but i've never cared if you didn't like it that's fine just don't it's it's bizarre i wouldn't listen to something that i don't like that's so right I, it's odd it's odd to me that that bothers people to the degree that they're like well let me put this into words <laughs> that's right. yeah it. yeah yeah <laughs> well you watch any Cracks broadcast or when they're looking through reddit like i had uh crouching tuna on 
for a little bit the other day and I guess he was taking a break from from record or from from playing and he was just scrolling through Reddit. Didn't upvote, didn't downvote, just scrolled, clicked. They just read looked. Isn't that what giggled, you're supposed to do? Moved on. Right. And so it was quite funny how and that's what most people do with Reddit. They don't interact. They don't do everything. Justin, you look like you've just seen a ghost. No, I I I was trying to bring up something because, you know, it, the amount of negative people that we get is so, so small. It really is very small, the people that are negative. We predominantly hear people that are quite positive. Certainly our Discord is all positive. But I love that just in this last week, I have messages from people that were saying they love the podcast. They love the balance between Path of Exile and non-Path of Exile that we take that we actually bring positivity into the community that we're not trying you know neither of us is purposely out there to be negative about the game or unless you're talking about filters or bunnies and those two things <laughs> <laughs> then maybe we might be a little negative but in general we do we we try to be positive so you know if you don't like that that's cool just i don't have kids around so i could say worse things but just go away yeah just don't listen yeah and it's all right anyway I, I, those posts made me laugh. I loved them. I thought they were so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know they're good. I, I watched some Lost Ark. That's been a game that people have been, that like Talking their about, ARPGs yeah. have been excited. I don't pay attention to new releases. Like I, a new game's coming out. People are like, oh, you should try, you should try, you should try. And I appreciate the the suggestion. I probably would really like it, but I'm, I just really like PoE, right? Even with all the things that I complain about, PoE is just, it, it it just fits like it's just great and uh but i've heard about lost ark only through the path of exile threads you know whether it's tweets or um the reddit and so uh who was i watching i think it was ray's cutie there was someone else that was well anyway so, some people you know people that are predominant within our our community and then sometimes it, it, like anytime i see another game like we played and you were very kind you bought it for me what was the game uh, last know. epoch uh we played okay, last yeah. epoch we had a, even had a like a last epoch episode Ooh. and you know L lost arcs the same way every time you play a new game they're like oh man i wish this was in there but there's so many things you think about that you're like oh wow poe does this so much better and there are things that you've just completely taken for granted for example i saw some gameplay from diablo 3 this week i saw some gameplay from lost ark and i see them picking up gold along with a thousand other items Right. And they're all auto picked up. Right. They walk over and it's auto pickup. And all of a sudden Amazing. I'm like, it is, but I'm like, I will never know what that is ever. One day I will go and check my stash and I'll have a thousand of this and three of this. And I was like, oh no. Oh, I can't mm. join that train. <laughs> I can't join the, I want to click everything up, pick everything up option. But, uh, it was interesting because with all the gold they were picking up, I was like, I am so glad that's not in PUE. There's no currency per se in the game. It's all items that interact with, like there's no purchasing. The orbs are the currency. Right. Yeah. But it's, but in a lot of the games, like they'll have the currency and I mean, grinding, uh, sorry, in my experience, and I have no idea if this is truth in terms of the history of video games, but GGG really blew open the world of, uh, of, of items or currency per se that modify and interact with your item there's been some games that i've played where yes of course you can do that but for the most part like everything in the game is all about interacting with your items not just some and there is absolutely zero gold or currency or things that you need to purchase from that regard so it's actually one of the biggest hurdles i think with getting into path of exile 
I think it was probably one of the weirdest things that messed with me getting into Path of Exile was the idea that there was no gold. There was no one single currency. It was that the items that you picked up to a to change your items were the currency. It was it was it was actually a, a bit of a struggle. I think that is a place where a lot of new players probably struggle too, is that well, where, how do I buy stuff? What, what do I have to get? You know, the idea that the crafting stuff is the currency. I love it. It's really cool because it's so unique. I'd never seen it in a game before, but it is so not the norm for any style of game. And I would hate to have a second mechanic of currency in the game like gold be added. I yeah, just love that yeah, it's item only. You know what I mean? Not like only items are dropping, but Everything that drops revolves around your items. There's no secondary. Is Lost market. Ark ARPG style? I haven't even seen yep. anything. Yeah, it's ARPG like, style. They have the okay. bubble numbers. What do you call it? Combat tech. Combat they tech have the style. um Yeah, it's a lot of dashing, a lot of big AoEs. Everyone that I saw playing the game was decimating, which I didn't like. I highly doubt that people playing within the beginning I like I don't know. I love difficulty. I hate off-screen damage. It's not even out yet. So were they just playing like a... Uh, maybe, well, these like were more prominent pre-release? people. So maybe they got... Maybe they were given it, right? Like as It's a, like a month away. A so maybe they do like one of those weekend things where... Maybe. People can maybe. play when they're testing servers and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, it seemed... Uh, well, I get, if, is it a month away? Oh, okay. Because... Mm-hmm. It um, comes out like the 11th, I think, of February. Yeah. Anyway, it just... It, it seemed easy but i mean it's a month away it's not finished so that's neither here nor there but yeah i love i love how poe does the currency uh, i did a whole oh my goodness justin i'm in love i've min maxed my my two characters i really hope ggg doesn't change anything for me <laughs> i disagree but, so here's the thing i was doing some theory crafting with my righteous fire guide and okay. i realized that I don't, I don't know where the math comes from or if they've changed anything or if it's never been that valuable, but the max fire resist, it's not as important as I thought it was. You and I had this conversation when I was talking about my RF yeah. guy for our private league. Yeah. And I was saying that I dropped purity of things, fire. purity of fire. I didn't have to worry about the max res on the shield. Like a- around 78% actually felt good. Yeah. I didn't need to push it as high as I could have. Yeah, and so I I was thinking about that, and as I was going through, I'm like, ah, I love the survivability of my character, but I just, and it's a lower damage build, right? So then I went, I'm like, okay, so I went from around 475,000 damage to 425, like I dropped 50,000, I'm like, I'd, I'd love to hit 500,000 for just like a really beefy, I know that's really low, but it's it's a beefy character, like the idea is never die, so let the fight yep. take as long as it wants. And so I'm playing around, I'm looking for some extra nodes. Maybe I doubled up in my traveled nodes somewhere where I can get rid of a couple. I got rid of nine, hang on, 11 nodes by getting rid of nine max fire resist nodes. So there's five, whether it's like plus one to your maximum elemental or just fire. Right. Or fire. There yeah. was maximum five on the tree and then four from purity of fire. So I got rid of not the maximum fire resist of an extra nine. So that was at mm-hmm. 84. And it gave me 11 nodes. I put those nodes where I wanted them. I substantially increased my damage. I was able to improve my life regen a little bit more as well. I lost 200 life regen. That's it. I only, So I went from 1300 life. Now, granted, I did put a tiny... It wasn't a lot. Because, again, I only had 11 nodes and most of that went to damage. So I think I had three nodes that I put into life regen. Yeah, the ones 
Ah, what's that? There's that little cluster on the left. It's a small cluster of three or four where it's armor and life regen. Uh, I, I put it in called, there, yeah, I and I only talking. did three of them. And uh, my, I only lost 200 life regen per second. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, that's... The I, only time I noticed it was, like, something I had to be careful of was if you'd rolled a map with uh, anything with max resist minus, it was a little tougher because now you were actually at 65 where you were comfortable yeah. with now you were quite a bit lower and also flammability like i just had to be careful about some of the curses but otherwise yeah it was uh, it was not as big of a difference as it used to be or at least it felt like that it felt like it used to be way bigger where if you could get uh, granted rf builds back in the day you were never getting 84 percent. no no max resist you were actually getting like if you were getting 78 79 that was well, that was pretty good the only that's why the old rise of the phoenix shield was so good because it used to give you plus eight to max mm -hmm. resist and then they lowered that to plus five like a few years ago but when you had plus eight that was like why people used it that was the only way to get it up and uh, that sounded really uh <laughs> sexual <laughs> but so it was hey, the interesting rise of the phoenix that's the only way so now i'm seeing this epic damage right knowing that i can take it but now i'm thinking the whole idea was to be a tank and three or four of these nodes were plus to all elemental not just fire i do like those ones and i so all of a sudden like i'm dropping from 79 percent cold and lightning to 75 but that's that's a big difference when you're just that trying to stand difference. around with incinerate too right mm -hmm. and then i'm the chieftain where physical damage a certain percentage, I forget what it is now because I remember the old numbers and then the new numbers and I get them mixed up, but a, a small percentage, whether it's 10 to 20% of physical damage gets converted to fire damage. So now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, do I want to drop to 79 when I could easily be at 84, 85? Like, so it was, it was neat to kind of go through and experiment and see because for me, the max fire resist for a righteous fire character were non-negotiables. You got them. If they were close, you got them. And you just worked with it. You just made the best that you could. It's always worked. I've never actually done a Righteous Fire character where I've, where I've ignored, where I've just run around with 75%. Well, I guess it would be 76 because barbarism is a must because it just comes with life. But I, I remember when I mentioned the idea of that I had stopped playing with Purity of Fire when we talked and you were like, what? <laughs> what are you crazy? <laughs> it is so good when you're leveling, but at a certain point it's like, wow, I could actually benefit from... Yeah. You know, I could get that man into something else, some other reservation I could be putting in there. Yeah. And the reason I do go ahead. Sorry, I do love is it purity of elements? But the one that's for all of them, plus uh, that one with the immunity to ailments. I know it's probably not worth it. There's probably better ways to get it, but God, that was so fun. Oh my with. goodness. It is it was so, so easy. good. And but leveling with purity of elements is amazing. Yep. And awesome. if, especially if you're someone like a necromancer where you get commander of darkness first. That gives you plus 30 to all your elemental resists. Yeah, Add so that nice. to purity of, oh man. Anyway, yeah, no, it was really good. So it was fun to play with and it was neat. And the reason I was playing with it was, is I was, I was toying with the idea. There was somebody on uh, my Righteous Fire Guide who was playing around with, um, what's it called? Pet petrified Blood, where it reserves yep. um, yeah, half your health, 35% of your mana for the sake of only giving you half your health. But then, right, yeah. And I loved that concept too. So I was thinking of how to how I could squeeze it in, and then I grasped, you know, started thinking about the concept of getting rid of purity of fire. And so, anyway, it's fun. It's fun. It was a lot of fun. 
uh, the purity, um, what's it called? The blood? What did, what did I just say? Petrified. Petrified blood. But anyway, per- petrified blood is, it's a neat concept for my Righteous Fire build because I leech. And so I'm getting that percentage of damage. I'm getting it over time instead of instantly because of petrified blood, but I'm always at my max because I'm leeching like crazy, right? Like I'll have mm. 1800 life regen and 1800 leech going at the same time. And so my petrified blood is just going crazy. So, uh, so it was, it was, it's a neat concept because petrified blood does work well for my build just because I leech as well as life regen. So it was something I was trying to play with. But another thing I was thinking about... <laughs> I, you probably won't hear this in the episode because it'll be out, but Tyler's Do Not Disturb is hilarious. I don't have it on right now because <laughs> I, I'm expecting, like, we have people coming to do demo just after lunch, which is pretty quick. And then, you know, you heard the phone call that I got, which I was waiting for and I needed, but because What's I'm expecting that? so What's much <laughs> now, like, I can't put on D&D and now I'm getting all these other things. So anyway, my apologies, Justin. Um, re- no, but Cast and Damage Taken recently had a revamp. It's here to stay now. This is the second right. league where the mana multiplier is 250%. Stay the same. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, so, that's so mean and heavy. But mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe they could have changed the implicit. like, or, or no, not the implicit. Sorry, that's not the implicit. It's just at level 20, triggered mm-hmm. skills, spells, deal 10% increased damage at a level 20 Cast and Damage Taken. Are you saying to make up for the mana cost? Well, not to make up for the mana cost, but give people a reason to want to, sp- like, right now. But if now, you're using it with, like, a mortal call or something, what's the, what's the oh, benefit sure. of that? I mean, not everything deals damage, but that's the only other, outside of the threshold, the only other thing that changes when you level up is the amount mm. of damage it does or it reduces, right? And it's only once you hit 19, I think, that... Your supportive skills deal less damage. It goes to zero, I think, at level 19, and then 20 it deals 10% increase to damage. I was thinking maybe make it at least 10% more damage instead of increased damage. Then it might give people a little bit more motivation to play that higher mana cost. Because right now, even for me, I'm doing something where I don't want to spend mana a ton, but there's one skill that I want to go off at max. So I have cast and damage taken. A maxed, max, uh, maxed cast wind damage taken with the mortal call, right? But then I have a level one purity of fire and a level one wave of conviction just for the sake of mana cost. But if there was a benefit to them dealing even more damage instead of increased, I mean, increased damage has zero interest. I, there's that's it's pretty small, 10%, especially. Well, that's crap investment on it's the nothing. tree, let mm-hmm. alone like a reason to completely level up a gem. So, anyway, I was just thinking. I was just thinking, what if they change the increase to more? That'd be nice. Hey, hey. I would personally rather just see them slightly decrease the mana reserve, reservation cost. I, or the mana cost, yeah. sorry, not reservation. The mana yeah. cost. I would just rather see it go down to like 150, 200%. Even 200 is a bit to see what it's like. Yeah, it, and the thing for me, I think I mentioned this, I like being able to do the math in my head. Yeah, that's I true do. too. I do like, like trying even. to figure it out. Like I don't want to what? have to use a program to find out how much this is going to cost me. Yep. So I agree. Now, this is a question I've been wanting to ask you for a bit, but now GGG's saying that they're going to be coming out with teasers soon. I don't know if that's actually soon or not, but I wanted to ask you before they put out any teasers, what are you hoping for for 317? Like, I, I'm not trying to make you guess what it is, but 
They've talked about a new Endgame coming or a revamped Endgame or modifications to how Endgame works. I have, I shared something with you that I want to bring up after this, right? That thing from Rice, Reese from GGG. We'll talk about that in yes, a sec, yeah. but I want to like, what do, you, what do you hope for with 317? They're changing, hopefully not too many more core things, but they're making the game better, but they're changing Endgame. What do you want Endgame to be like? Oh, I, I'm, I'm not, man, I'm, I'm not good at this because I'm not picky. Like I... I don't want something convoluted. I want something that's relatively simple. So, okay. That yeah. makes sense Good. as I'm going through it. I, I really think one of the plot, and I'm sure some people disagree with me, but I think one of the places where they completely miss the mark with Cyrus is fighting four other bosses four times before you get a chance to fight the new boss. I think that's awful. If I'm playing through your game and I get to maps and I'm starting to move towards endgame, I want to be able to fight the new boss. I don't want to have to go through the same four bosses, is it four or five times before I get to actually fight this one boss? And then granted after that, it's every four times, but that's not fun. It's just a dumb end to me. It's a, it makes no sense. Why did I have to fight those bosses that many times to now fight this actual endgame boss? So I want something simple. I Shaper, Elder, I love that stuff. It was so simple. I want something that's relatively, that makes sense. I mean, I, Shaper was just, it couldn't have been simpler. Make your way towards the middle of the Atlas, fight those Guardians, and then go fight the Shaper. It was, it, it was to me, it was relatively simple. Even Elder. It was weird with having to build yeah, your map, I didn't, your Atlas, I didn't and get like the spread the Elder out. influence, how it... <sighs> But at least once it was out, here's your four maps. Go do those four maps, and then you can fight the yes. elder. You know what I mean? Like yep. I just I want something that's simple. I I I'm not picky on how they do it. I'm really excited for any end game change. I just don't want some weird weird route to actually fight the end game end game boss. So I am I'm with regards to your comment coming up. It makes me even more curious what to expect for the end game in 317 but i'm i'm relatively easy to please when it comes to the game i just don't want something that's i don't know long-winded for no reason no for sure you well I'm, I'm kind of with you where i want the more mindless versus complicated i don't mind complicated but i'm i want to be able to have people that don't know if i suggest this game to someone and say i like it i'd like them to be able to pick it up so if it's going to be something that you have to think about i i, I don't want it to be by somebody that's had to have a thousand hours in the game to understand it you know what i mean um i i don't like core changes but i understand they have to be made and i know you don't well see i'm a content oh, creator love justin love i know i know but i'm a content creator and i don't want every single time me to have to go through the entire game and learn a game that i've never played before because that's what happens when you change a core element that's like the second part of joy for me. Like I enjoy the fact that the core changes and it's a new game. And then I love that it crushes. Me. <laughs> but so here's the <laughs> thing though. I'm, and I'm sure they don't want to make core changes all the time either. And I know it needs to be done. And I know this is the time that it needs to be done because it's coming to path of exile too. I'm hoping that most of their core changes are done. Like to me, my, when you change how flask works, that's like a secondary core feature. It's a massive feature, but it's it's secondary. But when you change how things like armor works or you change like dodge to spell suppression, like those are very core things of the game. 
And so now it's like there's there's just a whole bunch of different stuff. I think um ser- seriously, the mastery system still is just one of the most intuitive and flexible things they've ever done. Like it's yep. it's provide it provides so much flexibility for any type of player. Mm-hmm. It is so good and so smart. So I'm hoping no core changes come, but I totally get if there are, because I'm just looking to be like, oh my goodness. Okay. Like back in the days when it was like the early threes, it was like it was the same stuff, but oh, there's a couple new changes and a couple new this. Okay. I'm sweet. I can have the same build. Awesome. Let's go. For me, I actually love how this end game works better than the old game. Remember, I'm not talking about how it was launched, but how it works now. You have four regions, four, four regions, conquerors slash guardians, right? And you go in and you beat them. Love it. It's not, it's not tricky. It's not complicated. And they're not even things that drop. They're things you earn. So you don't have to have a Veritania map drop. It's just you do whatever maps are in that region, then she just shows up. And I think that's so smart. Remember with the old system, you'd actually have a minute, you'd have to have a Minotaur map drop, right? Like you'd have to earn it, right? You'd have to have the chimera drop whereas with this one they're just there once you've earned it you've earned it and i absolutely love that i think the one thing and again this is subjective i think the one thing that they've screwed up with since shaper elder is boss fights i i think like the veritania with her cloud i think that's so dumb even now she's in her cloud a ton as you get into her final stage and that circle so small it's 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 dumb you you get cyrus who's off screen a ton a ton it's ridiculous like i just think that there's definitely some things that that you you put a puzzle in maven like it's not divinity it's poe like that's not what i built my character for like it doesn't matter what character you build you're not building them to make puzzles or do puzzles you know what i mean so uh, it's uh i i hope that that kind of there, there's like a central theme or core that they design their bosses around and i really hope they all make sense no matter the type of character you play now i'm i'm a huge fan of good boss design like when i go in to play dark souls i know that depending on the type of character i make some bosses are going to be harder for me than others whereas the next character i make that's totally different those hard bosses might be easy and vice versa based on my character so hopefully these bosses that are coming in will be something like that, if they're even changing that kind of stuff. I mean, maybe Maven and Cyrus and all that stuff still sticking around. They've hinted in the, in, at the beginning, was it this league where they were putting the fires out? And he was saying, maybe Maven won't be around or maybe Cyrus won't make it till then. They're kind of getting to that stage now, right? 317? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun to see it. My, um, I'm excited. My guess is that Shaper's going to come back as a bad guy. Not a good guy bad guy and kill his daughter yes no i don't know um i have nothing against sauna that's a you thing but i think shaper's coming back maybe good guy maybe bad guy maybe not this league but it's gonna happen shaper's coming back he's like he's been captured he's in their realm now but he'll come back either like as like the big mafia lord or as the one that's pretending to be but then he's actually a good guy trying to save everybody i I can't think that far into stuff i have no idea gotcha i'll just wait till they tell me what to do now, you want to read this thing, or do you want me to, from Reddit? Well, so it, you, you sent it to me, and I don't even remember how you phrased it. I think it was just what? question. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe something <laughs> yeah. like that. So somebody asked on Reddit, which is why I didn't see it, uh, GGG, please make map device small on default. I didn't realize this was a thing, but I guess 
when you when you th- th- so they're talking about the map device that you put in your hideouts and i guess there's an issue where by default it's not the small version is that the is that the, the problem know. that they're having i don't know yeah i couldn't it, 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 i don't i don't know i i i have no doubt it's an actual thing uh because it, it, it i'm just looking now it looks like it was upvoted a lot um what is this there's a whole set piece of reconstructing the map device causes weirdness anyway reese who is a programmer with ggg rise reese r h y s whatever that is he mentions some stuff about how if you're having trouble clicking it you can do this here's another way to access it but then he ends his post with however there's a chance that with the end game changes coming in the next patch this may be the last time you go through this song and dance right referring to moving or and dealing with the map device. right so people are like oh my goodness you mean there's no map device you mean we won't have to interact with our map device like what's going on like yeah, you're obviously, what does that if, mean if we're keeping the map device you're not going to obviously remove the fact that we're making it big or small so yeah, but can they actually get rid of maps i don't think so i don't know like like think about that he said what did he say you can't. You just can't get so, rid of maps. I don't see that ever happening. Blah, blah, blah. Dealing with your map device, which will set it automatically. You can modify it or move it back to where you want. However, there's a chance that with the end game changes coming in the next patch, this may be the last time you go through the song and dance. See, so maybe that's just so... That doesn't make sense. Well... That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I love it because people are just like, what, maps is like the only end game that's ever been. Right. But, and, and you, if, and unless you, you have it was just about tab. repeating. Yeah. You can't get rid of that. I, that's why I just don't see them getting rid of maps. I don't know. Uh, it's so, it's such a, I, it's a very confusing statement, which is exciting. I just thought maybe it's now an NPC. Now it's Zana, right? Because Zana modifiers on your map device. So maybe that's, you just talk to NPC now. Maybe talk to Zana. Ah, but the map device is so cool. It is. And portals. That's why I say it's not going away. There's no way it doesn't. There's got to be, maybe they're coming out with something new besides the map device. Maybe there's some new way that you have to open maps because of whatever's changed in the end game, right? Maybe there's some new thing, but did you couldn't ever buy MTX for the map device, could you? It was just, you got the big and the small. Everybody got the big and the small. And I think that was it, right? I don't think there was any MTX for the actual map device. I think they have one. Oh, really? I think they have one. Uh, uh, maybe not, but I know they have apparitions that show up now with some of the newer portals. Yeah, I don't know. May, or maybe maybe it's just, I don't know. We'll see. It's exciting though. I, te- little teasers are fun. Yeah, it's great, especially when you have absolutely no clue where to take it. It's just, ah, uh, yeah, so that was kind of fun. That I think my response fun. to you was interesting. <laughs> yes, you, did. you were You were great. You were great. Now yep. this, you pushed this mm-hmm. two weeks in a row. So right, I'm getting we'll it, in it again before we're done. Nope, I'm getting it in right now. So I, I was doing lots of theory crafting this last month because I haven't been able to be on screen as much. A little bit more the last few weeks, but obviously the, you know, the beginning of the last month was, was insane. So doing lots of theory crafting here. And then all of a sudden it dawns on me. This, the, so they changed in a patch, right? How reservation efficiency works. Or I guess that's the new term that changes the math behind reserving your mana in life, right? The nodes that you get, the increasing the reservation efficiency of your nodes, whether it's for life or mana, is now, is it now multiplicative? Was it additive before and now it's multiplicative? And the idea is that when you go for, the more you invest in it, it has diminishing returns. Okay. Right? 
So you can get a big cluster. What's that one cluster that's by the Templar that everybody always gets? It starts with an S. I can't remember what it's called. Sancta, Sovereignty. That sounds good. I don't remember. So if you're going for that node, you can reserve a good amount of stuff that you wouldn't have been able to with the old math system. That's nice. The more you invest into something, the less efficient it is. Sure, you can still start reserving more things with that mana or life, whatever it is that you're doing with it, but it's less efficient to the point where it's almost nothing. It's the same with curse reservation efficiency. Uh, there's a lot less curse stuff on the tree. Granted that they, they do benefit from just general mana reservation stuff, but the curse stuff has, has, has less of it. But here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the point. That seems completely opposite to the core value values of Path of Exile. Like, remember when Harvest came out in the core game for the first time? Then they found it a mistake because it conflicted with the core values of the game, right? About items dropping first and the best uh, items in the game coming from drops as opposed to being able to craft it. You know what I mean? This is kind of the same thing to me because Path of Exile is all about investment. And it's all about, I can't get everything I want into one character, so I have to make hard choices. Am I going to invest in this type of defense, this type of offense, and this type of health pool? Or am I going to have less health for the sake of more defense? Like It's all about investing in three, four, whatever things well instead of eight things in only a little bit. And it's like, this reservation efficiency stuff, though I, I, I kind of like it, I like being able to have all these auras. I have five auras on my zombie character. It's always had two. Now I have five. And two of them, no, I have determined... Anyway, yeah, and I have two. I have pride and determination and a defiance banner and clarity and vitality. And I, to me, it kind of conflicts with the idea of that hard choice of investment. Now it's giving me a really easy way to be really good at this and now i can be good at a whole bunch of stuff does that make sense yeah yeah so anyway i was just thinking about it. I, I i'm not really complaining about the reservation efficiency system but i do find that it kind of does conflict with the whole mentality of path of exiles the difficulty of creating a character it now you don't need as much investment now it's saying like okay hey let's get that well-rounded character it's kind of like a step towards you know those Reddit posts that drive me nuts where it's like, I'm looking for the ultimate boss or ultimate clear, ultimate defense, ultimate offense. Like people are looking for that and they don't get that you have to pick. Like, well, do you want clear or do you want boss? And this is kind of a step into that. Here's a character, just start making characters that can do everything. Yeah. You know, I, I know where you're coming from. The one thing I was just thinking, I was just quickly double checking because I was, couldn't remember the word of the stupid gem. One of the things I do like though about this change is... While it, I, it is easier on the tree, although kind of depends where you are on the tree, but uh, to be able to get that reservation percentage versus me having to build a build that's got where I could have before still run four, five, six reservations, but I was running enlightens, which are stupid expensive. And I, I had to do, you know, a gem to try and reduce the amount of mana that those skills were doing. I kind of like that I don't have to count on that. Unless I really want to min-max my character and throw, you know, squeak in an extra one. I don't, I don't, I think the thing that I like about it is there is a point where you start to reach diminishing returns. It does seem like you hit that relatively quickly, which I'm okay with. 
And I, as long as I can work my way to those spots on the tree to get them, then that's kind of it. I've done what I need to do now. Now I can try and make whatever I can work into my build. And in, for my RF one, it was awesome not to have to go. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do it in a private league anyway, but to go like, shoot, can I afford to buy a level three or four enlightened to try and make these auras work? I like that I don't have to do that. Well, I, I like it too, but to me that removes the difficulty of choice, right? Like if you need an enlightened to make your build work, you're depending on expensive stuff. Like you got to try and make it work without the enlighten, and then it's nice if you get it. To me though, I like, well, yeah, I know where you're coming from. And it's a, a fine line though, because it still is that if I really wanted to min-max my build and push that extra, you know, reservation or something, then I can try and see how I can tie in an enlightening. I, I don't know. Cause I know what you're talking about where you can just make things super strong, but I kind of want that. <laughs> yeah. But it I like that I can invest into this works. efficiency. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I, I don't know if we actually know how GG works. I don't think we have a full understanding of what it is that is their, <laughs> what is their dream idea of what an end build game looks like. It changes every single league. Sometimes it's, it should go fast. Sometimes it should crush everything. Sometimes it should struggle and it should focus on boss like i don't think there is a at least in my view i don't i don't think i could guess what it is that ggg thinks is the ultimate or their version of what the end game should look like so this is the first it's the first league of the the reservation efficiency the switch to the efficiency i think so. so i guess we'll see once it comes out with their i don't know how they're gonna do this one manifesto patch notes whatever we get but maybe we'll see if they thought that it was too strong but i personally like it i like that it lets me use the tree to create my build versus having to look for a gem to create my build. Yeah. Especially a gem that takes years to level up because I don't have the time. For somebody who has the time to level up and enlighten to level three and then Val a couple of them and hopefully get a four, good for you. I don't have even, I barely get them to two and a half if I get them right at the beginning. I just leveled two um, secondary zombie gems to twenty twenty. Valve them both to 1920s. Awesome. And so I'm just saying, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm <laughs> but, but, but yeah. Enlightens those empowers those ones. They take forever to level up. So to get them to three for me is just not. Yep. It, it's not even like I could plan around that if I was playing solo cell phone. I would not be able to do it. I would not play enough, but I can use the tree to create my build. And I don't know if that's too powerful because I can get an extra mana, you know, an extra reservation or two in. I'm fine. I'm fine with that, though. I think I like diminishing it. returns, though, are dumb in this game. Why? Really dumb. Why? Because you have 1,400 nodes. When the second you start adding diminishing returns, you're adding that one player can do it all. One character can do it all. If I want to go crazy with attack speed, fine. But if it actually ends up being, you know, like it, to me, if I think you would break characters if you got rid of diminishing returns. You would, you would then create those god characters now, if I you think did not have diminishing returns. What happens then is you you need to reorganize your tree, not the character, but the the company. I think that's every game though. I I can't think of very many games where there wasn't some form of diminishing returns on some of the type of stats that you could get. Right, and a lot it of the times they would do that for server performance. But I remember Jonathan a long time ago saying like, you know, it actually costs us so much money to have characters that can do like twenty attacks a second. Right. But he said, what other game can you? I love that in our game, we don't cap you and we just pay for it. And when you start adding diminishing returns to stuff, I mean, 
it it's obviously not taking GGG into consideration here, but there's just diminishing returns to me don't match PoE. So it would you rather see a other cap games. instead of a diminishing return? I, w- I would rather see none. I just think... Well, but then you could have somebody who has 100% resistance, who has well, no, 100%... It, that's, that's what? I guess, but caps it, have their... Sorry, resists have their caps, and that makes sense. But they also have a diminishing return. The, 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 you're not getting the same percentage. As you go up into the 75 plus upwards of increasing the max, that it's not the same jump. So... And then it caps out at a certain amount. And then same for attack speed, they give you diminishing returns. And I even still think there is a cap even still on attack speed. So I I feel like if you take away diminishing returns, while I would be fine with it, Jesus, the builds you would see would be bananas. You would see absolutely insane builds well, that I'm, could do everything. Then I'm curious if the diminishing returns are at the same pace for re- or reservation efficiency versus what the diminishing returns that exist in the game already are. I've never seen any actual numbers for what the diminishing returns are. I just know it because they've said it's there. I didn't feel it. And in fact, it felt just fine with taking a few mana reservation efficiency nodes. I felt like I could run much more, which was great. And if there was diminishing returns kicking in, it wasn't that big a deal to me. For me with like the defensive mitigation returns, it it seems to be tied, it's tied into area level slash enemy level, right? Like it's the level of the enemy up until level 90, I think it is that, um, or no, not enemy level 90, nah, tier 16, whatever that is, 82, 83. And mm-hmm. so that's like, you know, the harder the enemy, then, you know, the harder they hit, the more damage mitigation it is and all that kind of stuff, like how your armor and evasion works. So anyway, I'm just, to me, with where all those reservation nodes are placed, I've got them down pat, know where they are, and how they're spread out. It just doesn't make sense to have that type of diminishing return with that type of travel. You have to balance them out across the tree if you're going to have that type of diminishing return. Because it's the just, problem is, though, if you took off the diminishing returns, you could run all the auras. If you did that and took it on the tree, you could run every single aura. I get it. I get it. So I just think it's, it's I, for the character that's not trying to do the aura bot, it's just giving them that extra step to being that all-encompassing. I can do everything. Yeah, I, I, this change, I actually, I actually don't mind. I like it. Yeah, me too. So me too. I don't, I don't want them to change that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't change determination. Goodness me, I hope they don't. That's great. But anyway, I wanted to bring that up because it seemed kind of conflicting, but I like yep. it. And uh, I'll do uh, die. I was going to bring up your uh, bring it your, up your po. Oh, yeah, you want to? Yeah, you have time for that, little buddy. All right. All right, all right. Um, why do you think GGG deletes bug reports that are under well, investigation? Dai made yeah, a bug this came report up in, this week, and he explained ahead. how to... Maybe don't say what it was, but nope. and just he described the, I, how to come up with a crash. And right. like a good bug report is supposed to do, you give the details so that it can be replicated, and right. then GGG deletes it. Now, Theta... Now, granted, they... Hold on. They deleted it, but they also messaged him to inform him that they were deleting it. Which, which is I good. think... That's what they should have done. The reason that they would do a, a deleting a bug from the forum is because if you if you can post a bug, in this case, it was he could replicate a crash, which I don't. There's definitely something outside of my scope of understanding yeah. programming and games that under, would understand like how could I take advantage of it. But you certainly, I'm sure there's some way that could. But other bugs that you could do that the potential for duping and doing different things, I 100% understand why they go. Oh shit, that that's a real bug we need to fix. Let's take it off. It's now on our list of stuff to do. I absolutely love that they message the individual so they're not just sitting there going like, I, I made a post, where did it go? 
So I love that GGG still sends the message to the person and says, hey, look, thanks for posting that. We're dealing with it. And so we've removed it. Mm. Uh, that to me makes a perfect sense because you can't leave something up to the public that has the potential to, you know, give somebody the ability to either gain some sort of advantage or even do something that could be malicious towards GGG. Mm. You think they should leave them up? Depending on what it is. Yeah. Well, but I don't think they remove all of them. They're removing ones that are doing something that could be somehow detrimental to the game or to, to the company. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm just curious, like, what would you rather them do? It's, it's not a question of whether they should or shouldn't. I was just curious why they would. It just hmm. seems like there are quite a few that do get removed, but maybe not. Um, it, things can be posted anywhere. Right. So it's not really something that they can control anyway. Right. But I feel like they're like the hope is that if you find a bug, you post it in the bug report section, which is what happened in this particular case. Yeah. And uh, to me, this is exactly how it should happen. Someone finds a bug. It happens to be a bug that GGG figures is actually there's some concern with it and they don't want other people to know about the bug. You have to remember what gets posted into the bug form is completely public. It's it's yeah. not the same as some games where you submit a bug. Right. And then it's just sent off to the company and it's not in some public space. Yep. If somebody puts a bug up there that has the potential to do something that could cause a problem, it, it makes sense to me that they would remove it. And I absolutely love that they message the person and say, hey, thanks for sending it. We've removed it. We're working on it. Yeah. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. It was a pretty crappy bug for him, which <laughs> it, I, I know yeah. it was really affecting his play. So that sucks. Well, it's just to me, it's curious because this one was weapon swapping. Right. Very and specific. So, yeah. Right. So like you said, to, to me, I'm like, that's just a good bug to know. So someone doesn't go out and try and do something similar, not to be manipulative, but just so that they're not wasting their time. And then all of a sudden there's constantly crashing. Yeah. But you're assuming the person reading that is a good standing player well, who's right. not going to take advantage of it. So and that's then not there's the case. your point of there's something outside this realm of what uh, I we clearly understand don't understand it, but how something there is like obviously. that could be, because to me, that's an innocent, that's a good bug report that I have no clue how that could be manipulated to be anything bad besides embarrassing and it gets removed. So I it would no bother me if, if they didn't message him and he just was like, um, I made a bug report and it was deleted. That would bother me. Yeah. But I love the fact to me, that's them recognizing the fact that, Hey, look, thank you. You actually found something that's, oh, I agree. That, that there's a risk for and so we're going to need to deal with this right away maybe we'll see it in one of the patch notes i yeah i hope so i'd be curious to see it because uh, i'm like to me it's just one that yeah because i can't see what the what the issue is i feel i it just looks like something where it's like oh they're embarrassed about it okay let's delete it which i'm sure isn't the case but no. that's what it looks like right to me, there's some way that it could be manipulated. I just am not smart enough to figure that out. It will also never be something that I would look at. But I do know people do. If they find a way that something can be duped or something can happen, yeah. you know people are going to take advantage of it. Well, I hope it's in the patch notes because I just discovered that... It will be as one a crash. Of, one of my <laughs> amulets is Legacy, and I hate playing with Legacy gear, but they never mentioned it. for uh, Like the plus one zombie mod that you can get. Yeah. yeah. It used to be on chest pieces. They got rid of that. But I remember seeing that in the patch notes, so I changed my chess piece. It was still on amulets, and it was still on helmets. So I'm going through, and I'm min-maxing my characters the other day, and all of a sudden, only Elder can do plus one zombies on amulets. It's not a craft hmm. anymore. 
It's not something that you can get anywhere else. It's just an elder mod. I looked everywhere. I didn't see that anywhere. I always look for that stuff in patch notes. Didn't see it anywhere. Didn't see it anywhere. Yeah, I don't so know. So hopefully this is something stuff. that I gets on the patch notes report so that he gets... It, uh, yeah, it'll be fixed uh, instance crash. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, fixed multiple instance crashes. There you go, Dai. Mm -hmm. It'll be part of that. Anyway, thanks for uh, letting me bring it up. Yeah, well, listen, I think we're going to wrap this up. Episode 118, Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Recker of Days. Thank you so much for listening. You're awesome. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. We got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. We have a Discord, which is super awesome. You should be in there. You can find our Patreon and other ways to support the podcast down below. Patreons will catch you in After Dark, and everybody else will see you in episode 119. Bye. Bye. Boring. <laughs>